Welcome back to Group 2, the Hound Group. We are now on to the Dachshund. Origin and Purpose In the 17th century, the name Dachshund became the designation of a breed type with smooth and long-haired coats, and since 1890, wire hairs have been registered as the third coat type. The name Dachshund, Dax, Badgers, Hund, Dog, at once reveals and conceals the origin of the breed. In medieval European books on hunting dogs, similar only in possessing the tracking ability of hounds and the proportions and temperament of terriers, because they were used to track badgers, were called badger dogs or dachshunds. General appearance, low to the ground, short-legged, long-bodied, but with compact figure and robust muscular development, with bold and confident carriage of head, the intelligent facial expressions. Conformation preeminently fitted for following game into burrows. In spite of his shortness of leg, in comparison with his length of trunk, he should appear near neither crippled, awkward, cramped in his capacity for movement, nor slim and weasel-like. Added to this, his hunting spirit, good nose, loud tongue, and small size render him especially suited for beating the bush. His figure and his fine nose give him an advantage over most other breeds of sporting dogs for trailing. Temperament. He should be clever, lively, and courageous to the point of rashness, persevering in his work both above and below ground with all the senses being well developed. Size. Standard Dachshund by 18 months of age, male should weigh between 20 and 32 pounds, or 9 to 14 and a half kg. Bitches, 16 to 28 pounds, or 17.25 to 12.7 kg. Animals over or under this range should be penalized accordingly. Miniature Dachshunds, by 12 months old, ideal weight, 10 pounds, or 4.5 kg. Judges should not reward miniature Dachshunds that appear to be over 11 pounds, or 4.989 kg, within the limits imposed symmetrically adherence to the general Dachshund confirmation combined with smallness and mental physical vitality should be the outstanding characteristics of the miniature dachshund specialized characteristics of dachshunds dachshunds in canada are six separate breeds connected by structure and general appearance and distinguished by size standard or miniature and coat type smooth long-haired or wire-haired. Coat types. Smooth or short-haired Dachshund. Hair short, thick, smooth, and shiny. No bald patches. Coat faults. Too fine or thin hair. Leathery ears. Bald patches. Too coarse or too thick hair in general. Tail. Generally tapered to a point. Well, but not too richly haired. Long, sleek bristles on the underside are considered a patch of strong growing hair, not a fault. A brush tail is a fault, as is also partly or wholly hairless tail. Long-haired Dachshund, 
hair the soft sleek glistening often slightly wavy hair should be longer under the neck on the underside of the body and especially on the ears and behind the legs becoming there a pronounced feather the hair should attain its greatest length on the underside of the tail the hair should fall beyond the lower edge of the ear short hair on the ear so-called leather ears is not desirable too luxurious a coat causes the long-haired dachshund to seem coarse and masks the type the coat should give the dog an elegance appearance coat faults equally long hair all over the body if the coat is too curly or too scrubby if a flag tail or overhanging hair on the ears are lacking if there is a very pronounced parting in the back or a vigorous growth between the toes tail carried gracefully in prolongation of the spine the hair attains here its greatest length and forms a veritable flag wire-haired dachshund hair with the exception of the jaw eyebrows and ears the whole body is covered with a perfectly uniform tight short thick rough hard coat but with finer shorter hairs undercoat everywhere distributed between the coarse hairs there should be a beard on the chin the eyebrows are prominent on the ears the hair is shorter than on the body almost smooth but in any case conforming to the rest of the coat coat faults any sort of soft hair in the coat is faulty whether short or long tail robust as thickly haired as possible gradually coming to a point and without a tuft a flag tail is objectionable color a one colored dachshund this group includes any shade of red or cream with or without a shading of interspersed black hairs nevertheless a clean color is preferable no white is desirable but a solitary small spot is permitted nose and nails black brown is admissible but not desirable two colored dachshund these include black chocolate blue or gray and isabella each with tan or cream marks over the eyes on the sides of the jaw and under lip on the inner edge of the ear front breast inside and behind the front leg on the paws and around the anus and from there to about a third to one half of the length of the tail on the underside the most common two-colored dachshund is usually called black and tan no white is desirable but a solitary small spot is permitted absence or undue prominence of tan markings is undesirable nose and nails in the case of black and tan or black and cream dogs nose and nails should be black or chocolate and tan or chocolate and cream blue and tan or blue and cream and isabella and tan or isabella and cream dogs nose and nails should be self-colored dachshund coat patterns each of the following coat patterns may be seen in all acceptable dachshund colors dapple brindle sable and wild boar are patterns allowed for the dachshund dapple or merle pattern 
is any acceptable dax in color with darker or lighter irregular spots or patches large areas of one color are not desirable it is desirable that neither the light nor the dark color predominate brindle is a pattern in which black or dark stripes occur over the entire body in one colored dogs but may only be visible on the tan points on two colored dogs sable pattern consists of a uniform dark overlay on red cream or blue dogs wild boar pattern is a variety of reds browns and blacks the undercoat is usually a lighter color reddish the guard hairs may be solid or individually striped wild boar may display the lighter points of the two-colored dachshund head viewed from above or viewed from the side it should taper uniformly to the tip of the nose and should be clean cut the skull is only slightly arched and should slope gradually without stop the less stop the more typical into the finely formed slightly arched muzzle the bridge bones over the eyes should be strongly prominent the nasal cartilage and tip of the nose are long and narrow lips tightly stretched well covering the lower jaw but corner of the mouth not very marked nostrils well open jaws opening wide and hinged well back of the eyes with strongly developed bones and teeth teeth powerful canine teeth should fit closely together and the outer side of the lower incisors should tightly touch the inside of the uppers a scissors bite eyes medium size oval almond situated at the sides with a clean energetic though pleasant expression not piercing eyes are naturally dark reddish brown to brownish black for all coats and colors chocolate dogs may have amber colored eyes wall fish or pearl eyes may occur in dapple colored dogs are less desirable and considered a minor fault ears should be set near the top of the head not too far forward long but not too long beautifully rounded not narrow pointed or folded their carriage should be animated and the forward edge should just touch the cheek excessive or insufficient length are both undesirable neck fairly long muscular clean cut not showing any dewlap on the throat slightly arched in the nape extending in a graceful line into the shoulders carried proudly but not stiffly forequarters the front assembly is the hallmark of the breed to ensure the arduous exertion underground the front must be correspondingly muscular compact deep long and broad shoulder blade long broad obliquely and firmly placed upon the fully developed thorax finished with hard and plastic muscle upper arm of the same length as the shoulder blade and at right angles to the latter strong of bone and hard of muscle lying close to the ribs capable of free movement lower arm this is short in comparison to other breeds slightly turned inwards 
supplied with hard but plastic muscles on the front and outside with tightly stretched tendons on the inside and at the back pasterns joint between forearm and foot or wrist these are closer together than the shoulder joints front feet full broad in front and inclined very slightly outwards compact with well-arched toes tough pads there are five toes though only four are in use they should be close together with a pronounced arch provided on top with strong nails and underneath with tough toe pads body the whole trunk should in general be long and fully muscled the back with sloping shoulders and short rigid pelvis should lie in the straightest possible line between the withers and the very slightly arched loins these latter being short rigid and broad top line the straightest possible line between withers and loins without arch or sag carried as solid component when gating chest the breastbone should be strong and so prominent in front that on either side a depression or dimple appears when viewed from the front the thorax should appear oval and should extend downwards to the midpoint of the forearm the enclosing structure of ribs should appear full and oval and when viewed from above or from the side full volume so as to allow by its ample capacity and complete development of heart and lungs well ribbed up with the keel generally merging into the line of the abdomen and extending well back from the front legs if the length is correct and also the anatomy of the shoulder and upper arm the front leg when viewed in profile should cover the lowest point of the breast line loin slightly arched being short rigid and broad croup long round full robustly muscled but plastic only slightly sinking toward the tail abdomen slightly drawn up hindquarters the hindquarters viewed from behind should be completely equal width pelvic bones not too short rather strongly developed and moderately sloping thigh robust and of good length set at right angle to the pelvic bones hind legs robust and well muscled with well-rounded buttocks knee joint broad and strong calf bone in comparison with other breeds short it should be perpendicular to the thigh bone and firmly muscled the bones at the base of the foot tarsus should present a flat appearance with a strongly prominent hock and a broad tendon of achilles the central foot bones metatarsus should be long movable towards the calf bone slightly bent toward the front but perpendicular as viewed from behind hind feet four compactly closed and beautifully arched toes as in the case of the front paws the whole foot should be posed equally on the ball and not merely on the toes nails short tail set in continuation of the spine extending without very pronounced curvature and should not be carried too gaily gait 
fluid and smooth. Four legs reach well forward, without much lift in unison with the driving action of the hind legs, while the top line remains firm and level. The correct shoulder assembly and well-fitted elbows allow the long free stride in front. Viewed from the front, the legs incline slightly inward. Viewed in profile, the forward reach of the hind legs equals the rear extension. Rear feet do not reach upward toward the abdomen, and there is no appearance of walking on the rear pasterns. Viewed from the rear, hind legs drive on a line with the forelegs, with hock joints and rear pasterns turning neither in nor out. Rear pads are clearly exposed during the rear extension. Feet must travel parallel to the line of motion, with no tendency to swing out, cross over, or interfere with each other. Short, choppy movement, rolling or high-stepping gait, close or overly wide coming and going are incorrect. Faults, serious faults, should prevent a dog from receiving any show rating. Overshot or undershot jaws. Knuckling over. Note, inasmuch as the Dachshund is a hunting dog, scars from honorable wounds should not be considered a fault. Any deviation from the requirement of the standard is considered a fault.